Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf flow, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Alrighty, alrighty. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the almost uh, Friday, Thursday, Race Day Las Vegas radio program. We come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, our home base, Sports Talk, 1400 AM. <laughs> we welcome you to the show. All right. We are here in Las Vegas where we emanate and uh, originate all this stuff. Of course, you know, we have uh, many different streaming platforms that we have to Take us all over the world. Wherever you're at, you can find us and get us through all of this technology we have. All right? Like our websites. RacedayLasVegas.com. RacedayLasVegas.Vegas. RacedayLasVegas.World. RacedayLasVegas.Global. Got them all. And, of course, uh, your devices. Go to your app store for your devices and get the KSHP app. That's the radio station app. Put it on your device, and you can hear us now, streaming live. The entire station, as a matter of fact, live. So uh, you can get all the great sports programming we've got here on Sports Talk 1400 AM from Las Vegas for your wagering purposes, etc. And, of course, anywhere you get your podcasting, we're there as well. Simply put, however, wherever, whenever, welcome to the show on this Thursday. It is the 16th day of June. 2022-616-2022, a personal date for me. My dear mother was born on this day. She would have been 100 years old today. Wow. Anyhow, uh, it is uh, a beautiful day in our neighborhood here in Las Vegas right now. Looking out the window of the uh, studio, sun is shining, sky is blue, ground is dry. 75 degrees right now, 11 minutes after 7 Pacific time here in Las Vegas. We're going to get up to 109, which means <clears throat> you got to watch out for the heat. you got to stay hydrated because they tell us over and over and over again that you have to consciously continue to hydrate when the temperatures get this high because dehydration not o- does not only mean sweating and so or perspiring. So if you don't stay hydrated, by the time you figure out that you are dehydrated, it's too late. So make sure you keep that water by you today here in Las Vegas when we get up there. And come on, check on all the elderly and the people who have a hard time with the uh, hot weather. Make sure they're okay. And the kids, eh, they're going to probably stay inside later on in the day. And the pets as well. 
here in Las Vegas. That's the uh, weather here. Now, uh, across the country, um, I believe there was a little bit of rain that went through uh, earlier this morning at Belmont Park and in New York. We'll find out about right now. Uh, The rain right now is centered over, like, New Jersey and right in that area as the front moves east to the Atlantic Ocean. Up and down the Pacific Coast is clear. The rest of the Atlantic Coast is clear, all down in Florida and the Gulf Coast. And uh, the entire uh, Midwest, West and uh, Southeast, good shape. So we'll wait and see how it uh, shakes out for Belmont Park a little bit later on today. Remember, Belmont's got a late start, late post time of 12.05 p.m. Pacific, which is uh, 3.05 there. So the weather may have made its way through and everything could be okay. We're going to have a Jonathan Hardin a little bit later on in the show. We gave John Lindo the day off because there's no um, racing going on uh, in uh, California right now. So we're going to be highlighting uh, Tommy Massis at uh, Woodbine, of course, Dave Valento. Uh, Canterbury for uh, this Thursday, and uh, Jonathan Ardoon is going to be uh, like our uh, our closing act, so to speak. <laughs> so there you have it. Churchill Downs has canceled for the second day in a row because of heat. Okay, now what's happening? You know, we're used to. Well, you never get used to, but it's normal for us to get into the hundreds at this time of the year. After all, what are we uh, about a week away from the official start of summer? Okay, so it's kind of, you know, we're a dry heat. I know, I know, I know. You get off the plane, you get hit like uh, it's an oven, and you say, okay, fine, dry heat, right? But anyhow, it is. It's uh, Her humidity is always in pretty good shape for this, uh, this type of temperature. But not so when you get into the uh, Midwest and the East Coast and, and the Southeast. Uh, the humidity, along with their heat, really knocks you out. So... Uh, they got a heat pocket going on right around Louisville, etc. So for the second day in a row, they have canceled the racing at, at Churchill Downs. All right? And so um, <clears throat> that's going to be the way it is. No Churchill today. By the way, here in Las Vegas, we're going to get to 109 today. We're going to be a little bit cooler tomorrow. And uh, the winds are going to start whipping up tomorrow, they say. Again, here come more winds. Tomorrow and Saturday here in Las Vegas. So if you're flying in for the weekend, <laughs> keep that seat belt very tight when you're landing here in Las Vegas, okay? Anyhow, um, Lone Star Park has the Lone Star Showcase Day coming up uh, uh, on Sunday. And as you know, uh, Lone Star is going to stop and or suspend the exporting of the simulcasts of their races and the importing as well. I'm sorry, this exporting, just the exporting of the races from Texas. Lone Star is going to uh, end their exporting on July 1st. And uh, their meet ends on the 17th of July, but they're going to stop it on July 1st. However, they're going to continue to import signals to Texas. Now, this is all uh, because of the the ongoing effects of the Horse Racing Integrity and Safety uh, Authority that they created and the feds have created over the uh, state jurisdictions. And so Texas is uh, doing a little bit of a, uh, a tug and pull with them. And as a result of that, that's going to happen. 
It's in dispute of their Interstate Horse Racing Act that was uh, established in 1978. A lot of politics going on. A lot of power moves going on. But whatever the case may be, that's the deal in Texas. But they're going to have their big Lone Star Park Showcase Day anyhow. Of course, without interruption on Sunday, weather permitting. So we got to put that in there. And so uh, Monmouth Park's going to have a big day of racing coming up on um, a couple of days from now. Was it uh, on Saturday? They have the Eatontown Stakes, grade three, on the turf. The Pegasus on the dirt. The Monmouth Stakes and the Salvador Mile. Now, the Salvador Mile is a grade three, and it will feature the return of Hot Rod Charlie. The Doug O'Neill trainee, Hot Rod Charlie, has been entered into the Salvador Mile at Monmouth Park, 150 grand, grade three. That'll happen Saturday. And uh, six others have lined up against them. Here they are. Number one is Mind Control, John Velasquez for Todd Pletcher. Number two is Mahafath, Ruben Silva rides for Elvis Trujillo. The three will be Hot Rod Charlie. Hot Rod Charlie's going to get Mike Smith. Mike Smith is riding Hot Rod Charlie for Doug O'Neill. Number four is Cheryl Spite, Emma Jane Wilson for Roger Atfield. I'm sure that um, Tommy Masses will have a thing or two to say about that uh, Canadian import there. The five is Helium, Sammy Macho, Camacho, I should say, for Mark, uh, Mark Cassidy. Number six is Confessor, Jose Batista is riding for Gerald Bennett. And number seven is Fat Man, P-H-A-T Man, Paco Lopez for Kent Sweezy. That's the seven horses in the Salvador Mile. Featured <coughs> on Saturday at Monmouth. And Monmouth Park, of course, will have uh, four big stakes races coming up on Saturday. San Nita goes into their final weekend. Just three more days left of the San Nita meet. So on Saturday, they'll feature the uh, Santa Maria, the Phasic Tippin uh, Debutant, and the Phasic Tipton Futurity. And, of course, Lone Star Park, uh, as we said, is going to have their uh, showcase day. Featuring all sorts of stakes races there. Uh, as a matter of fact, they'll have five of them there in their divisions. Canterbury Park. Come up with uh, some big races on the 22nd. We'll talk to Dave uh, Valento maybe about that. So uh, we got uh, quite a bit of good stuff happening. That's for sure. Now remember, on the, uh, the Canterbury Park's uh, big stakes race are coming up like next Tuesday. Because uh, they're taking advantage, or Wednesday, they're taking advantage of the <clears throat> early week light racing schedule. And, you know, they, they're they really trying to not only uh, put their product in the best light possible for players, but they're also doing it uh, for players that uh, they really got a lot of respect for players. And you heard about the 10% uh, takeout and all that. So they're doing a good job over there. Anyhow, that's what we got. Today on the show, as I say, Dave will be with us for Canterbury, Tommy Masses for Woodbine, and Jonathan Ardoon. <clears throat> Maybe a little soapbox, I don't know, but certainly here for uh, Belmont. Now, I've got Jerry J's uh, Belmont picks for you as well, and, of course, uh, your menu, etc. cetera. Uh, yesterday at Canterbury Park, I can only say this. 
A lot of favorites yesterday. Uh, you had a $10 winner and a 1580. A $15.80 winner came in the quarter horse race for two-year-old maidens. But for the third, but it's the highest price to win was $10, $10 yesterday at Canterbury. So uh, the folks are figuring out the, the racing there, that's for sure, as they have, I guess, around the country, right? I mean, I think around the country, all over the place, the favorites are, are going uh, above the, the average. So peeps are figuring it out. Smart uh, gamblers out there. All right, and of course, you got Royal Ascot going on. Uh, their second race is about to go today at Royal Ascot of the seven big stakes races there. The first race there was won by a $90.70 winner called the Riddler. Sure did. I hope you figured out that riddle. We'll be right back. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Horse players, in 2020, Canterbury Park introduced a 10% takeout traditional 50-cent pick five. That's the lowest takeout on the planet. This season, in addition to that low takeout pick five, Canterbury offers a 10% takeout pick four, beginning with the first race each day. Again, the lowest takeout in horse racing. Canterbury Park, we race Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday at 5 p.m. Central and Sunday at 1. Canterburypark.com, home of the 10% takeout. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. from DRF.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the Race Day Las Vegas show. All righty, back on Race Day Las Vegas. Second race at Ascot uh, now uh, in the books. Secret State and Irish Red won that second race today at uh, Royal Ascot. 12.40 for the win there. And of course, all these races at Royal Ascot are, you know, big stakes races, etc. So... Third race coming up, seven races today at Royal Ascot. Okay, here's the menu of racetracks available today in the race book, simulcast centers and racetracks around the country. First post times we broadcast on the show each and every day reflect that of the Pacific time zone. So if you're listening here in Las Vegas, will we emanate and originate all this stuff at Sports Talk 1400 AM? Well, then uh, these will be the first post times that roll out in your race books. If you're listening on the internet, at our websites, if you're listening on your devices with your phone apps, and if you're listening anywhere with the uh, podcasting, just however, wherever, whenever, if you're not in the Pacific time zone, adjust to it. We don't want you to miss anything like, of course, I miss mom and dad, especially today, mom's 100th birthday. What a bit. Okay, here we go. Here's the menu of racetracks available today. If you are, in fact, ready, and is you is or is you isn't ready. Okay, here we go. 
We begin with Delaware Park. Now, uh, Delaware Park has a first post time of 9.30 this morning. 9.30, eight races today at Delaware Park. And again, 9.30 is their first post time at Delaware. All right, next up comes um, Presque Isle Downs. They got a regular pick five carryover at Presque Isle, $3,760. This is not a jackpot, just a regular pick five carryover at Presque Isle, $3,760. And their first post time at Presque Isle for their eight races set at 10.30. Horseshoe Indianapolis. Uh, they canceled yesterday, but I guess they're going today, so they have nine races. The last race will be a quarter horse race, and the first eight will be thoroughbreds. First post time is 11.10. 11.10 at uh, Horseshoe Indianapolis, okay? They got a super high five carry over there. Uh, 4,000, uh, make that $3,793, 3793 uh, because their Pick 6 jackpot carryover is $4,865, Horseshoe, Indiana, today. First post time, 1110. Then we go to Belmont Park. They got a Twilight Racing program there on the East Coast here five minutes after high noon, 12.05, first post time at Belmont today. And as I say, pretty early to get any... Uh, conditions out there, except for the fact that uh, it's cloudy and 65 degrees. The main track will start out uh, with good uh, conditions, the official labeling good to begin the races. But however, the two turf courses, the Widener and the Inner Turf Course, both labeled firm. So the Widener Turf Course will uh, be races 5 and 9, and the Inner Turf Course will host races 4 and 8. Uh, no carryover in the pick six uh, or anything like that. So uh, Belmont Park has nine races. Their first post time is 12.05 Pacific time. Woodbine is next, and Tommy is anxiously standing by. Woodbine has just seven races today. And uh, their pick six jackpot carryover, 9189 bucks. That's their pick six jackpot carryover at Woodbine today, 9189 and a first post time again for just seven races today at Woodbine is 2.05. Penn National, they've got eight races. Penn National's first post time is 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock at Penn National. First post time there. Then we have Canterbury Park. Canterbury Park comes in with uh, ten races. The last two are quarter horses. The first eight will be thoroughbreds. First post time at Canterbury Park today is at 3.10. 3.10 at Canterbury Park today. And... Uh, Dave Valento, your track phantom, is standing by with some thoughts about Canterbury Park today. We'll get a pick or two out of them. Sure we will. And then Evangeline Downs, first post time, 3.30 for eight races. Charlestown, they'll kick in with an eight-race program at 4 p.m., 4 o'clock Charlestown. They have a pick five. Now, this is a regular pick five carryover at Charlestown. $31,363. Their pick six jackpot carryover, their pick six jackpot, $35,607. Eight races, Charlestown first post time, 4 p.m. And then Lone Star Park, they've got eight races today at Lone Star. Their first post time is 4.35. 4.35 there, their super high five jackpot carryover, $6,885 at Lone Star Park today. All right, that's uh, the menu for this uh, Thursday. And uh, now we're going to go right to Dave Valento standing by at... Uh, Canterbury Park, and of course, we'll get to Tommy Masses right after him. Uh, Dave, good morning. Hey, hey uh, good morning. Well, now, uh, how's the weather there at Canterbury? Okay, everything okay there? 
Yeah, I uh, believe it's probably hot like everywhere else, but not cancel hot. I understand that the weekend might get a little hot. I've got family going out wow. on Sunday to the track, so we, we're keeping an eye on that. It sounds like it's going to be close to 100 degrees, so Ooh. I don't know if that's going to jeopardize anything. But uh, now let me, um, let so, me, yeah, they'll, they'll be fine. Let me ask you this. Uh, humidity, a, a big problem when it gets that hot there in, in uh, Shakopee? Um, not really. No, not, not, I mean, it, it, it varies. Um, I believe there was, when we looked at it, there wasn't going to be a humidity issue. Uh, but I, I don't quote me on that. I'll have to double check on that, but they should be fine tonight. Okay. So we've got, uh, uh, I guess during the week, their last two races of the, uh, of the night or quarter horse races that were uh, the last two last night and again tonight. And, uh, they have eight thoroughbred races. But the betting public is figuring them out pretty well. At least, uh, you know, at least it was that way last night. Unbelievable that the the it's been a lot of low prices. Um, I've seen that at a lot of places. So it's it. But tonight is going to be hundred percent different. In fact, um, if, if my sheet again is going to be free to your listeners, and again that code for tonight is very simple. It's one two three. So the promo code is one two three. Go to the store. Check out. Use promo code one two three, and it'll be free tonight. Um, if you just look at my sheet, I've got a lot of a lot of uh, big priced horses all over the place on top and second and third. Um, it's probably more. It's going to be more for, in my opinion, I think they're going to be more upsets tonight on this card than any of the other cards previously. But you know how that goes. Once you say that, it'll be yeah, all sure. favorites. Tonight, yeah, you but. put all the favorites right in the winner circle, didn't you? <laughs> right. <laughs> But uh, so you're saying that the races tonight are, uh, for the lack of a better term, competitive. Yeah, there, there's there's a lot of options in almost all the races, and I, I, I find them very challenging. So it, 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 I'd be surprised if if at least half the races tonight aren't won by double, you know, horses that are paying at least double digits, if not higher. Wow. Okay, well... Um... Lou, we can get started with uh, some opinions on some of those horses. And again, uh, Dave is uh, very uh, kind to our listeners out there to offer this product uh, free to you today. And uh, Dave, uh, what are we looking at today? Well, like I said, the you know the thing to keep an eye on is the turf races. A lot of times, they're 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 getting some good prices. So I want to just uh, and I think they have uh, four of them tonight, mm-hmm. four turf races. So. That that's something to keep an eye on, and I think in all all four of them, I've got I've got some goofy uh, stuff happening. So hopefully that 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 comes true. Um, that my best bet of the day is in the sixth race. It's actually a dirt race. It's a seven thousand dollar claiming race. There's a horse in the race number five, Perfect Wager, who's uh, nine to two on the morning line. Mm-hmm. This is a Jonathan Wong runner. He's wow. got a, a string of horses at Canterbury this meet. I think this is the first time he's had him there. And this horse is dropping from optional claiming at Turf Paradise and at Canterbury down to 7,500. And Jonathan Wong is 44 for 154. That's 29% mm. taking a drop like this. Um, and those numbers go up even higher when they're under 5 to 1. So this is a move he's, he typically makes. He's got uh, blinkers coming off. Harry Hernandez, who's having a great meet. Uh, he's either first or second in the standings right now. He's right up there with Lindy Wade. He's up, and, and by the way, he's having a great meet, and he he looks every part of 
the, the, the amount of wins. If he's getting horses to finish, uh, he, he's a good rider. So he's up on that one. Nine to two, number five, perfect wager in race six. All right. In the sixth race, number five, perfect wager, Jonathan Wong, who just reached a career milestone of 1,000 career uh, training wins up in Northern California with a string at Canterbury Park, a very, a very proficient trainer, Jonathan Wong, is at least in Northern California. In the sixth race, he, you like number five, perfect wager. We hope it is the five in the sixth race at Canterbury. Anything else? Yeah, um, let's go to the eighth race. Let me just uh, – eighth race tonight. Another – this is a uh, five-for-long turf, turf race. Mm-hmm. Um, the top two horses I've got in this race are 8-1 to one and 12-1 to one on the morning line. So I'm going with, with number eight, Fayette Warrior, in this spot at 8-1. to one. This has uh, Lindy Wade up, who is the, the leading rider at the moment, uh, by a couple wins, I think, over Harry Hernandez. This one uh, – he has only been on the turf six times, and the lone win for this horse came all the way back in 2018 when it was with Wesley Ward, won a $134,000 uh, maiden special weight on the turf at Kentucky Downs. Obviously, it's a, it's a long ways from that win, mm-hmm. running for 7000 claiming, but mm-hmm. they, 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 they put this horse back on the turf for the first time mm-hmm. since 2019, last time out, and it, the horse broke on top. Got a wide trip out of 11 horses, finished strong, and was getting the top two finishers at 15 to 1 last time out. Finished third, beating two lengths, and I think uh, um, that horse will move up from from here. Again, it's a it's a pretty pretty tough race. I got the seven at 12 to 1 in second. So, uh, but we're going with number eight, Fayette Warrior, eight to 1 in race eight. This is a very rich race for opportunity. That's for sure. Five furlongs on the turf. The eighth race. Your top pick. As you say, number eight, Fayette Warrior, eight to one on the morning line, and your second selection on your sheet is twelve to one. <clears throat> so you uh, you don't have the favorite one or two in that race. If you if you can play around with the seven and eight a little bit in that race with some other things and exotics, you might be able to hit a nice uh, nice payoff in the eighth race. Your selection number eight is the key in that eighth race. Easy to remember the eight in the eighth. And I will say this, folks, since you're getting uh, he's offering his sheet free of charge. I'm not talking out of school here. But when you talk about, uh, you know, your view of uh, what may happen today as far as uh, payoffs are concerned, right between your sixth race selection and your eighth race selection, and again, the sixth race, uh, nine to two on the morning line, eighth race, eight to one on the morning line, your top pick in the seventh race has a 12 to one morning line on it. So... uh, Maybe we're uh, looking at some really good stuff happening in Shakopee today, that's for sure. Canterbury Park is one of many racetracks that uh, Dave uh, covers on his uh, website, offering you a free shot at the Canterbury Park selections today with that code. He'll give it to you again. But now, folks, you remember yesterday, we were just about to say goodbye to Dave. We talked a little bit about, uh, you know, what's going on at Royal Ascot. And he just kind of gave us a horse on the way out that he thought was going to win the race. And that horse did. And the horse paid $17.30, beating the favorite. $17.30 winner in the third race at Ascot yesterday. So I would be tarred and feathered from our listeners out there if uh, I didn't at least ask if you're looking at anything at uh, Ascot, Royal Ascot today. Yeah, I, I, I actually am. I'm, race number four <laughs> is, is there is their their sole group one race in the card is the gold cup at two and a half miles yeah and 
you know, I, this is this is a difficult race because of you know, the distance. It's hard for us in the U.S. to get a grasp on this. But I'll tell you what, I, I'm very interested in the six uh, Mojo Star 15 to one for Richard Hannon. This horse is is exiting in um, the Arc de Trump, you know, that six million dollar race at Longchamp. Now, yeah. it ran 10th, but it was beaten less than seven, had a little trouble in the race. 14 horses in the field. The race before that, it was second in a, in a group one. We had a very good runner by the name of Hurricane Lane. Now, this is going to be the longest distance this horse has run, but I'm looking at this going 15 to one, uh, a legitimate group one runner in in a spot like this. I, I, I'm going to, this is the horse I'm going to play around with. So, number six, Mojo Star, race four. 14 to one, morning line, 14 to one, Mojo Star coming up in the. Uh... Uh, the fourth race, and uh, right now they are uh, the, the wagering is open for the third race. First and second are already in the book. So, uh, for those of you who can play through TVG or any other outlet, we can't here in Las Vegas. But uh, the, for those of you who can, uh, take a look at number six, Mojo Star, at Royal Ascot today in the uh, fourth race. All right. Well, thanks a lot, uh, Dave, and we will uh, talk to you, I guess, uh, next week, unless you want to jump on with us and give us a thought or two about anything on the weekend, okay? Okay, you got it. Thanks, Ralph. All right, you got it. Dave Valento. Oh, Dave, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Uh, the code, real quick again. Uh, one, two, three. Very simple. One, two, three. Just go to the website, and when uh, at the checkout, put the, uh, the code in there. One, two, three, and you won't be charged, right? You got it. All right, thanks a lot, Dave. Now we'll go to a break, and when we come back... Tommy Mass is standing by, and uh, Jonathan Nardoon's in makeup right now because he's taking John Lindo's spot at the end of the show, so, you know. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. All right, and again, I want to remind everybody out there, Canterbury Park's going to have a lot of stakes races coming up on their Tuesday card. We won't be on the air, but uh, coming up Tuesday, Canterbury Park will host the Curtis Sampson Oaks, the Dark Star Turf Sprint, the MTA Stallion Auction Stakes, the Lady Canterbury, the Mystic Lake Mile, and the Mystic Lake Derby. So check out uh, what Dave has to offer on that stuff as well. Now we're going to go to uh, Tommy Massa standing by up there in Canada. Tommy, are you ducking from the uh, uh, planes this morning? Hello, Tom? All right. I, I have no idea what happened to Tom. There's a dog barking out there. All right, uh, let's hope uh, Tom's okay. We're, we'll go to another break, and then when we come back, we'll see if we can reconnect with Tommy Massis. 
And then, of course, uh, Jonathan Argentine, of course, is standing by as well. So don't go away. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. All right, we're going to try this again. I do believe I have Tommy there, and I will ask him once again if he's ducking from the airplanes. Tommy, good morning. Good morning. No, I'm at home. The races start at 5 today, so I'm not in the flight line yet. Okay. Uh, when we last talked, uh, of course, uh, Sunday's racing at Woodbine to Queenston Stakes. The Minkster won and paid $19.10 for Mr. Moran outrunning Rondura and Ironstone. And, uh, of course, uh, you have another nice stakes race coming up uh, this weekend at Woodbine uh, on, uh, what do we got? Uh, we got the Belade Stakes. Belade, is that how you pronounce it? Yes, perfect. And that'll come up on the weekend, right? Yes, sir. More oh. importantly on the weekend, uh, at our sister track, Mohawk, it's the Pepsi North American Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably biggest race anywhere for three-year-old uh, Pacers. There's a big party at Mohawk, uh, you know, all the food and entertainment and free prizes and that. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, they're going to force out uh, the, the super high five, which is over 500,000. Whoa. Okay. Well, that's something to talk about. That's for sure. By the way, we're talking about that uh, belayed. That is uh, a week from Saturday. Saturday's uh, stakes race is the Ontario Jockey Club, right? Yes, I'm taking your word for it because I'm focusing right now on the North America Cup and that big carryover. No kidding. Now, yeah, uh, it's all over the website. Uh, if you go to woodbine.com slash mohawk, there's free programs every day for harness racing. Okay. So the free programs, it's the, the last race, race 11, that goes off around 1042 Eastern time. So if you're at the track, it's going to be a great thing. And if you're not at the track, well, there's 548,000 in the pool, and it's a low 15% takeout on top of it. All right. That's a key for the players there. You don't have to be at the track to try to take a shot at that thing, and that's a lot of money sitting there. So we'll uh, we'll take a look at that, that's for sure. Uh, today at Woodbine, only seven races, huh? Yep, only seven. You know, it's kind of with the late start, too, and uh, so – it is what it is, you know, but we are getting our big fields on the weekends, and it's kind of back to normal, but okay, we'll take it for today. So what do we got going? Well, who's hot, who's not there first? People want to know. Uh, first of all, you mentioned Roger Atfield. Roger Atfield, uh, you know, he's in that race uh, with uh, Cheryl Spite on Saturday, and Roger Atfield's two wins away from a 2,000 career win, so that might work out good. You're talking about the uh, race of the Salvador Mile? Yes. Okay. Uh, got a chance against Hot Rod, Charlie? 
Yeah, well, the horse, you know, his last two races won a grade three, then won a grade one, and, you know, Roger's horses, they get better and better and better with every start, it seems. And, you know, he, he's still the king here. He'll always be the king. Yeah. You know, no one will compete. He's got 22 triple crown, Canadian triple crown wins. Yeah, so yeah, he is. Anyone. He is definitely the Canadian icon, There's, that's for sure. And uh, we will take a long look at Cheryl's spite there against Hot Rod Charlie. Uh, packing the same high weight of 124 pounds. Yep, yep. I, I say a light high weight with Emma Jane Wilson in the, in the saddle. Okay, good enough. What about today? And at, speaking uh, oh, go ahead. I'm well, sorry. If you want me to go? Emma Jane is uh, really heated up uh, lately. She's two wins behind second place Stein, and they're 13 wins behind the leader Kamura. And in the training title, it's Mark Cassie. I think he's got more wins than everyone else put together right now. <laughs> so everybody else, you could put them all in a pot, and he still wouldn't have as many as Mark Cassie. He is, of course, right now uh, kind of the kingpin there at Woodbine as far as trainers are concerned, right? Yeah, and he's got, you know, a ton of horses. He's yeah. got multiple horses, it seems, in almost every good race. So it's going to be impossible to beat him, that's for sure. Well, you you know, but the the you, the meat of your uh, meat, so to speak, is coming up, uh, that's for sure. And so we'll have some exciting days of racing, etc. But we got seven races today, and they are competitive by just simply looking at the morning line. So what do you got for us? Okay, first uh, Ernie's uh, report. Mm-hmm. Uh, race four, number one, Gio Maria, Maria, uh, who gets into the Mike Doyle barn. Mike Doyle's been on fire this year, so. You know, I would really give a good look at Gio Maria in race number four, horse one. All right. In the fourth race, mile 16th on the turf, fourth race to one. Gio Maria, Gio Maria at six to one with the Kimura aboard. So you got the fourth race, the one with the uh, hot jock. Okay. And Ernie's horse in race five, number three, Zakari, first time starter for Tony Gattolero. Mm-hmm. Uh, he worked with a horse called Muchakova, who's an older horse and not a bad horse. And and I've heard a, I've been hearing whispers about Zakari for a while. So ah. good luck with that ten to one morning line race five number three Zakari. All right, first time starter. So you really really got to depend on a clocker of Ernie's stature. And Ernie comes up with the three horse in the fifth race, ten to one on the morning line. You guys believe is a fantasy, right? Yeah. I think, you know, it's it's a trainer that I don't even think has started a horse this year. He's got a small barn, but I, I've heard I, I, I've heard whispers on this horse before Ernie has uh, put out his report. So you never know. You never know. But, tend to, you know, there are, there are a couple of horses dropping in here. So, you know, I might be wrong, but. Okay, so you heard, you've heard whispers on him, but Ernie's going off of what he saw in training in the morning on him, right? Yeah, that that's the men's kind of the whispers, that's for sure. Okay. All right. Now about you. Okay, so we're going to go the race after those two race six. It's a short field, uh, you know, seven races. I'm going to give you a low price horse. Okay. Number three, Browning, Browning Island, three to one morning line. Looks like he lays over this field. Looks like he's going to sit right off the speed and hold off the closer. So that's my single, mm-hmm. you know, pick five, pick four single. Race six, number three, Browning Island. Okay. And then race two, uh, I like number seven, Airy Ferry. This is probably the horse I'm going to be focusing on today. Mm. 
you know, he got beat 31 lengths first time out. They hit a four, he hit a 44 half against a horse that just, you know, ran off the screen. Uh-huh. And I think Pretty Fairy or Airy Fairy could clear from here and take him a long way, even though it's only five furlongs. It, it will be a long way for a horse like this. But mm-hmm. I think Airy, Airy Fairy can turn around that form and get an easy lead today and hopefully uh, steal it at 20 to 1. At five furlongs on the turf, you don't have to, you know, steal it too much before you get to the finish line. And in the second race at 20 to 1 on the morning line, looking, Tommy's looking for those long shots again. In the second race, we hope the seven Airy Ferry could, uh, if not air, at least uh, get the victory there in the second race. When does the pick four and pick five start today? <clears throat> The pick five starts in race two, as it does every day. Mm-hmm. And we will have another one if we have enough races, but that's not the case. And the pick four today starts in race four. And when we have nine or ten races, it'll start in either the sixth or the seventh race, the second pick four. All right. Well, in l- looking at how this thing lays out, uh, you have a horse in the second. Ernie's got a horse in the fourth and fifth, and you got a horse in the sixth. So... Uh, the pick five again starts in the second race, correct? You got it. So we, we can do a single, all, single, single, single. In the race that's an all, there's only six horses in it. So for 50 cents, that's a $3 play with all of your uh, singletons, uh, you and Ernie's uh, two uh, horses, and uh, the race in, the, in between uh, with six horses that nobody has a selection in. That's pretty good. And then, of course, in the, in the uh, pick four, you say starts in the uh, fourth race, right? Yes, yes, sir. All right, so we got a single, 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 and an all in the last race, and that's eight horses, so that'll cost you $4 for 50 cents. So if you guys are right, we can make some uh, a lot of gitas there for a little bit of money. Yeah, I just want to get the first one right, and I'll take whatever comes after that. <laughs> <laughs> 20 to 1, yeah. You better believe it. Hey, Tommy, thanks so much. And where can they get your stuff? Your, you know, tell them about the website. Uh, uh, we're uh, on Twitter, Tommy Hammer. Uh, on Facebook, Tommy Massas. We're doing the bet here this week. Meet Pete Renato, Tony Val, two handicappers that are probably better than me. Already four or five of your listeners have signed up. Good. And I thank you for that. And hopefully more will also. Yeah, absolutely. Get on and sign up, that's for sure. We'll talk to you tomorrow, Tommy. I wouldn't miss it. Good luck, everyone. All right, Jonathan Ardennes just got out of makeup, so we got him next. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show. The only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. 
All righty, back on race day, Las Vegas. And now we bring in Jonathan Hardoon. Good morning, Jonathan. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? I'm doing fine. Uh, you know, you, you you got the marquee spot there now with uh, Jerry gone, and, and, and we took uh, John Lindo, gave him the day off. So you're there, there my man. We got we got bookend uh, headliners. We got you at the beginning of the show and John at the end of the show. But because John wasn't here, we put you on the end of the show. Uh, Belmont Park, how's the weather going to be today? I saw, I saw some uh, rain coming through well, there. They had plenty of rain early this morning, and uh, I thought for sure they would take some of the races off, but everything remains on the grass as we speak. Mm -hmm. The chance of a little rain later in the day, but the track's going to start off off good. So, um, you know, they're on the turf, and the track itself is good. It was sealed, and uh, I'm sure there's some water on top of it. Okay, well, let's see if they can squeegee that off before the late start for this Friday card at Belmont. Do you uh, take a notion uh, of looking anything uh, over the pond at Ascot, Royal Ascot, with the big uh, elite meet there? I, I have to tell you what happened yesterday, and it's amazing. I'm looking all over social media, everywhere. Nobody says a word. And I'm thinking to myself, what the hell is wrong with these people? Right, right. Yesterday in the, yesterday in the third race at Royal Ascot, I saw something that I've never seen before. I've gone to the track for 40-plus years uh -huh. and i don't think you've ever seen it but yep. it happened yep they put number two lord north in the gate right and the the assistant starters just bring the horses in but they don't stay with the horses in the gate mm -hmm. you know that so yeah um this horse was blindfolded going in they put a blindfold on him to get him in the gate <laughs> he gets in the gate yeah, that's right the gate open gate opens up and they left the blindfold yeah on. Okay, yeah. then uh, Frankie DeTore pulls the blindfold off, and the horse runs and catches up to the field. Okay, so now I'm waiting. I'm saying, well, there has to be a brief run. Right. This horse can't be considered a starter. Right. Not over there. Everything went, and no one said boo. It was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I don't know. Crazy, stu crazy stuff going on there. Wasn't it uh, a couple of days ago uh, or uh, at the meet before that where uh, the jock uh, was left in the starting gate? Yeah, I'm telling you, you know, you always think, well, they're going to put my horse in backwards or something. Yeah. You have nightmares <laughs> of situations. <laughs> they, they left them blindfolded uh, and opened the gate. And then, of course, I mean, was, and then, of course, the one that wasn't blindfolded, uh, Ortiz got a five-day suspension on. Now, there are a lot of times when people look at him riding because he's a, he's a very, uh, very hard rider as far as uh, he tries to take advantage whenever he can, and he goes right to the line. Uh, between getting disqualified and not, he's he's just a very competitive uh, guy. There's a lot of times in New York where you sit there and say, "How was how come he wasn't disqualified or get days?" Yet the race in in uh, Royal Ascot, they say, "What did he do wrong?" <laughs> <laughs> They're making up for it. It's a makeup call. Oh, he may man. have done something last year, but Ralph, how was this horse to declare not declared a starter? I, I, mean, he have been... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So you saw what I saw. Okay. Oh yes, absolutely. It's, it's 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 almost like a lot of fun just watching the races there anymore. It is fun watching yeah. it. <laughs> and he pulls the blindfold off, and then the horse comes out of the gate. It was the craziest thing I ever saw. But that was yesterday. And by the way, by the way, Ohio, West Virginia, Oklahoma, all siding with Texas and not accepting Heisa. So this could get interesting. I mean, there hasn't been any big tracks that you know that. 
fighting with them, but the other tracks, Ohio, well, West Virginia, Oklahoma, and Texas. Look, uh, as far as uh, the big tracks, uh, you know, they might jump in later, but these little tracks depend on the structure they have now. They don't want to give away the rights to have jurisdiction over their state, and this is what it's all about. Like the federal government wants to come in, and now they, you know, the federal government wants to say what they're they're doing. It's yeah. uh, it's an overstep, I think, by the federal government, and that's just you know, in horse racing, we can do politics and think of the same thing on other uh, areas uh, of our government right now. But uh, this this could get ugly, and you know, and I know, and we said it before. As soon as uh, the, the federal government sticks their beak up underneath the tent, you're going to have a problem. And uh, that uh, yep. federal, uh, the integrity and uh, the horse racing integrity and safety authority is going to start uh, getting some problems there. Well, you would like some big track to stand up with yeah. them. You know, I mean, it would give them a little more of a bite or, or their bark would certainly be a little louder. You know, I mean, they have the little guys. Uh, come on, somebody step up and, yeah. and do the right thing here. <laughs> and not only that, I don't think they're saying, uh, any, you know, that the, you should disband the authority. What I think they're saying is the authority has to give the jurisdictions more of um, power over their particular jurisdiction. Right, more jurisdiction. Right, yeah, exactly. that's all. Because, uh, I don't even know how they're going to be able to cover all this, Ralph. I mean, uh, uh, what are they going to do? Hire how many agents? How many people are they going to hire to do all this? That's going to be a mess. Oh yeah, I, well I, I I know where they're going to get them. They're going to get them. They're going to get some of the border patrol guys there because they got nothing to do down oh. on the border. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right, enough said there. <clears throat> yeah. Now time to get to work. Let's get a pick or two. What are you going to give me at Belmont today? Uh, we're going to give you one play. Ralph. Okay. Second race today at Belmont. Uh-huh. I like the number five horse in here, Bold Victory, a five-year-old gelding from the Linda Rice Barn. Mm-hmm. He brings, she brings this horse right back off of a two-week layoff. If there's any moisture in the track at all, this horse moves way up. Uh, he's listed at six to one on the morning line. He should get a great setup in here. I like number five, Bold Victory, Kendra Carmouche. Belinda Rice in today's second race. I like I like Carmusha. He's a he's just a good rider and a, and a really fun guy. He so, is. He's a good rider and he's really terrific on the front end. But it doesn't matter. He's strong and he's good. And by the way, tomorrow at Santa Anita, uh-huh. you're not going to believe the card they have. They have a eleven race card oh. in full fields most of the way through. So they're closing their weekend out on a. Starting it off on so the, so everybody so everybody there wants to wait until the end to race. By the way, Cyberknife ninety four buyer speed figure the uh, highest in his career for the Matt win. Real quick, I'm going to give Jerry J's plays out. Uh, I'm going to give you two plays out of Jerry J. Sixth race, he likes number two double shot ten to one on the morning line. The two over three five uh, over one three five and seven we're going to give you four link ups the two over one three five and seven and reverse and then in the ninth and final race jerry likes number nine jewelstone number nine jewelstone flavian pratt's riding that ninth race the nine over six eight and ten and reverse so uh, those are the two plays that jerry's uh, jerry's got his power pages right now uninterrupted at the uh, station casinos uh, for today at belmont and jonathan you uh, had a busman's holiday you only had one uh, sheet today huh well, what can I do? <laughs> Churchill decided not to run, and no one else is open. There you go. So, I mean, uh, you know, uh, relax, buddy. 
still still recovering from a, a big weekend. Thank you, Ralph. Wait, wait, no, 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 no. The the last guy's got to do the sign off. So. For the first time ever, J- Jonathan Nardoon, we got one more thing to say. Go ahead and say it, Jonathan. Have a great day at the races, everybody. Uh, all right. Thanks a lot. We'll see you tomorrow, folks.